Welcome to It's the ADHD Friendly Podcast, where we talk all things well-being, personal development, and living our best damn ADHD lives at home and at work. My name is Karen McGill. I'm a certified ADHD life coach, and I'm here to help you do life better. Hey, everyone. Happy Friday. I hope that you had a great week. I had a fantastic week, and I'll tell you why. We got home late Sunday night from California. We took two days this time to drive back to Austin. And there was just something about walking in my front door and being at home that felt so freaking good. Have you ever come back from vacation? Even though you may have had a lovely vacation, but there's just something about coming home. There's something about being at home that is just calming to the nervous system You know, it's that taking the bra off, putting the PJ bottoms on, and just being who you are. Oh, it's the best. (laughs) So I've been riding high on being home all week long, and yeah, it's been awesome. So this week, I've got a fun podcast for you. I recently came across Human Design, which is a blueprint or roadmap about how all humans are designed. It's based on a number of different philosophies like numerology, astrology, there's some yoga philosophy in there, I Ching, various different philosophies that have come together into this blueprint of humanity. And apparently all of us have a profile, I think there's like five different profiles in general, and whatever profile you are is how you show up in the world and there's a whole theory on how you should live your best life. It's really interesting stuff. Uh, It's not based in science, but it is really interesting. And the reason why I'm sharing it is not because I'm trying to argue the validity of it, but when I learned about it and I dug into my own profile, I learned that it was very aligned to the ADHD personality. And you'll hear more about that in a bit. But what I thought was super fascinating was the guiding principles around this profile and how this personality type should go about living in the world, making decisions, and just truly living their authentic life. And the interesting thing is that not only is this profile very much aligned to ADHD, the recommendations for living in alignment with this personality type is exactly the same recommendations that we are given as ADHDers to live our best life. And I won't get into that now because you'll hear more about it in the actual podcast, but I just wanted to preface that that's why I'm sharing it today. So whether you believe in human design or anything spiritual or not, it's beside the point. I just thought it was a really interesting angle for sharing some takeaways that I think are really important for all of us as ADHDers to understand and embrace for ourselves. And from the ADHD perspective, it is clinically recommended and research-based that we do these same practices. It's just so interesting that there's a spiritual bend to it as well. So that's what I'm sharing today. Before I get into the podcast, I also wanted to give you a heads up that I am planning on doing a live cohort program for new coaches or soon-to-be coaches that are looking to start a service-based business but need a little help getting there. And the reason I'm creating this is that a lot of folks that come to me for coaching are actually coaches who are trying to launch their business or they have launched a business, but they're not getting the momentum that they uh, would hope to. And I see similar reasons for this. I find that new coaches seem to get stuck in areas and it prevents them from moving forward. And I don't think it's because they don't have the skill or the ability to be great coaches. 
but there's some fear and limiting beliefs there. And that keeps them mired in small details like logos and web copy, which really don't move the dial when it comes to creating and launching a business. So this is not focused on how to be a coach. It assumes that you've already gone through some sort of training or as a consultant, a service-based business person. What I wanna help you do is create the structures you need in order to move forward with that business. I wanna start specifically with coaches, consultants, therapists, because I want this group to be very similar. There'll be an opportunity for us to come together as a cohort and talk through the pain points that hold us back from launching our business and getting it out there to the world. So if that sounds interesting to you, I will leave a link to the interest list uh, in the show notes. It will also be on my Sunday setup email. So if you're not on my Sunday emails, you should get on there because every Sunday I send out the material that I've created throughout the week and you can pick and choose whatever you want to dive into or completely ignore it. But I do only send out one email a week. I am not obnoxious about getting into people's inboxes. So if that sounds appealing to you, then definitely get on my email list. I will leave a link for that as well in the show notes. And also you can just go to my website and sign up for any one of the number of ADHD related freebies and you will automatically get put on the email list. And I send it out every Sunday morning. So you will also see an opportunity to sign up for the live coaching cohort in that email as well. So again, it's just an interest list. If you put your name on it, when I do have all the details finalized, you will be the first to hear about it. So you can sign up. It's going to be a small group process because I'm just testing this out and I will not be doing it live more than once. So if you do want to get on it, this would be the opportunity to do so. So on that note, let's roll to the podcast and have a great rest of the day, guys. Talk to you soon. You'll know that I'm a fan of science, right? I'm not a scientist, but I am a huge proponent of science. I'm also a trained ADHD coach, and the training that I got is all based on behavioral and neurological science. So I want to caveat that because in addition to my fond appreciation for science, I'm also a little woo-woo. Not full-on woo-woo. I'm about a woo and a half, and today... We're gonna go there. I recently learned about something that's pretty woo-woo. It's not based in science, but the similarities to what I'm about to share with you in terms of how it relates to ADHD is mind-freaking-blowing. So again, if you're somebody who does not appreciate the woo, you may not be interested in this video, but you might be interested in the takeaways that I'm going to give you at the end of the video, which are based in science, so I've timestamped that below, but if you're curious about the woo, as I am, then stick around because we are going to get into some really fun stuff. And if you're new here, my name is Kara McGill. I am a certified ADHD coach. I have ADHD and I am 100% here for the busy, ambitious brains. You want to get schnazzled on, but don't necessarily know how to harness their energy. And the reason I wanted to share this topic today is because there are a lot of parallels with how ADHDers can best manage their energy that has been grounded in science. So it's just a fun spin on things that I think you'll find fascinating. So about a year ago, I learned about something called human design. I am not an expert in it. I know about this much of it, but what I'm going to share with you today is the most fascinating part as far as I'm concerned as an ADHDer. Now, human design is a personality framework and it's a mishmash of astrology and numerology and a number of other studies that, again, I know nothing about, but it's really fascinating. So if you want to figure out what your human design type is, I will put a link to a test below. It's not a personality test. You simply put in where you were born, the time and date, and it will tell you what your personality type is. And I would be curious to know how many of you are manifesting generators. That's what I am. And when I read the description of a manifesting generator, I was like, 
this is somebody with ADHD. <laughs> so I'm so curious if you do decide to do the test, come back here and tell me, do you have ADHD and are you a manifesting generator? I am so curious to see how close those profiles are aligned. But at any rate, let me just read you a little bit of a description of what a manifesting generator is. <laughs> it's so fascinating. Manifesting generator archetypes are multi-passionate, multi-hyphenated individuals with a ton of varying interests and a lot of energy. We're also a subtype of the generator profile with fundamental differences being that we have deep multifaceted desires while generators tend to have more pointed focus. Definitely not us. Manifesting generators are multi-hyphenates that must manage the variety and evolving intensity of all of their different desires. Absolutely. Their innate purpose is to inspire, energize, and produce through their unique gifts and work. Their sacral center fuels a pure energy that when it is aligned to what lights them up, it fuels the progress of the world and lifts everybody else around us up with our contagious energy. Definitely an ADHD. -er. Now there's a lot more I could read in terms of descriptions, but I'm sure you'd rather go down that rabbit hole yourself. What I wanna call out are some of the really interesting themes that are relevant to ADHDers. And the most important one is aligning our interests to what lights us up. Manifesting generators, apparently when they are doing what lights them up, they have endless energy and they are living in their best zone of genius. That is also very true of ADHDers. We don't have a deficit of attention, we have a dysregulation of attention, meaning that our attention is always directed towards things that we're interested in, and we have a hard time moving our attention and energy in directions that doesn't light us up. And the other interesting parallel is that when we are forced to do things that don't light us up, which happens in life, the same result is true of both manifesting generators and ADHDers we burn out. So how do we get around this and what's the takeaway? For a manifesting generator, the advice is to be as present as you can with everything that comes your way to decide whether it's for you or not for you. And you will know if something's not for you because the feeling that will come up is frustration. If something is for you, the feeling that will come up is satisfaction. So it's a very feeling-based blueprint, which I think would serve ADHDers very well, especially since we have a tendency to say yes to all the things, which is apparently also true of the manifesting generator. So I found this book on manifesting generators, which I will also link below, but I'll read a little passage here that is relevant to this idea of us saying yes to all the things. We are designed to move faster than everyone else and to do multiple things at a time. Because of this, it's important to learn when to say no. Absolutely relevant advice for ADHDers. Your sacral center, which is basically your gut, will guide your decision-making. It goes on to say that we make the mistake of thinking too much and allowing the mind to overpower our gut, which leads to committing to all kinds of the wrong people and projects. Hello, that's me. It goes on to say that modern society has deeply conditioned us to make decisions with our mind. When you make decisions with your mind instead of your sacral, which is your gut, you may end up feeling confused and frustrated. In human design, the mind is for inspiration and knowledge, but not decision-making. Your sacral will take you to the right place, doing the right work at the right time. It cuts through all of the logic and analysis in your mind. And then it gives you a little exercise on how to listen to your gut. Have somebody ask you yes or no questions. Feel the yeses or knowing coming from your gut. 
Try answering in the form of uh-huh or nah and start by practicing with easy questions. Let the sound rise up like an involuntary reflex. Learn to listen to your gut responses and trust your body's intelligence. So how do you know if you're answering from the gut instead of the mind? You'll know when you're talking from your mind because it's gonna sound like an excuse or a pro and con list. The mind is a great place for logic, but not for making decisions. Okay, so on that note, I'm gonna share with you something that I do and I find that it's very effective because I do try to make as many decisions as I can from my gut. And of course that always starts with being present enough in the moment to know that you are making a decision, which is very hard for us ADHDers. However, we can get there. And if you are able to slow down and get curious in your day, then try doing this exercise. First, I want you to get an idea of what yes or no feels like in your specific body. So close your eyes and get very comfortable. We're diving really deep in the woo here. And just imagine a scene where you're sitting down at your favorite restaurant and you're being given a menu of a five course meal. Like this is a long drawn out process of all of your favorite food, a bunch of different courses. And the waiter comes and he's given you the menu and he's like, I have a surprise for you. We have a special guest that's going to enjoy this long, beautiful meal with you. You look up and there standing in front of you is the person that you would least want to spend even five minutes with in the entire world it can be somebody you know in real life. It can be somebody that's famous or try a politician. Those are very polarizing. But whoever is in front of you is the person you have to spend like five hours with. And your body says, oh, hell no. How does that feel in your body as you think about that? Is it something that you're feeling in your gut or is it something that you're feeling up in your chest? Is it butterflies or is it like your stomach just dropped like a lead balloon landed in it? That feeling is your no. Now come back into that scene where the waiter's handing you this menu and you're at this beautiful restaurant, you're gonna have a five course meal and you're already excited about it. And then the waiter again tells you that you're gonna be having a special guest at your dinner and you look up and it is the most amazing person in front of you, the person that you would always want to have dinner with. Maybe it's Oprah or your long lost grandfather, whoever it is, it's an absolute hell yes person. Where are you feeling that in your body? Just take a moment to identify where the energy in your torso is going, and that is going to tell you exactly what your yeses feel like and your noes feel like. So now you have a compass to ask yourself any kind of question in the world, like, should I have peanut butter and jam for lunch or a turkey on rye? All the way to, should I live in California or Austin or any number of questions that you potentially wanna ask yourself. That is the compass that I use all the time. I have zero scientific evidence to back up that tool, but it has never failed me once. So take it if it's useful, leave it if it's not. But let's move on with some of the parallels that I thought were really interesting to call out. In this book that I'm reading, which I will also link below, it says, you have the permission to quit. Unique to manifesting generators is the test the water process. When you follow your strategy and your gut says yes, you may still have to try things out before deciding if it's a fit. We've been conditioned to pick one thing and stick with it, which is not true for manifesting generators or ADHDers. You are designed to do more than one thing, multitask, go fast, and skip steps even if you do say yes, you always have that option to go back and test the waters because it might end up being a no and there should never be any shame around that process. You always have permission to quit. Now that can definitely get us into trouble as ADHDers because we do quit a lot of things. But what I really wanna underscore here is that there's no shame in 
changing your mind or quitting things and moving on from things that don't serve you. And once you release that shame, you can then design your life intentionally in such a way that it gives you more space to try different things. And now you have this gut testing tool to find out whether or not something is for you or not. Now there's one other point that I wanna call out from the book that I read that I thought was really interesting and does relate back to science. It talks about how manifesting generators should make decisions. They basically say that our energy fluctuates. And when we say yes to something when we're in high energy, we still need to wait at least 24 hours to cycle through lower energy points to check and see if that's still a yes. Because very often we can say yes when we feel great, but then we wake up the next day and we wonder what the heck we were thinking when we said yes to the thing we no longer want to do. In science, this is called the hot-cold empathy gap. And it's basically the same idea when we are in a good frame of mind and we agree to something that when we're in a less energetic state of mind, we would never have agreed to. So that's why it's so important to make your decisions from a hell yes or a hell no point of view, but also check with your gut a couple of times over the course of the day. This is why it's so important to sleep on your decisions so that you know that you're making the best possible choice for you. And how this will serve you longer term is when you say yes to the right things and no to the wrong things, you're going to choose things that are in alignment with your energy more of the time, and you're going to be a much calmer, happier, and more productive person as a result. And everybody else around you is going to benefit from your amazing energy. Now, there's so much more I could say on this topic, but I am going to pause there because this community deserves a science-based approach. But I did want to share that because I just thought that there was so many interesting parallels. And to wrap it up, I do want to share from this article a paragraph on how to thrive as a manifesting generator because it is also how you thrive as an ADHDer. Notice the wide varying list of things that light you up from activities to people to textures and nourishment your sacral center, which is your gut, will give you a binary yes or no. Know that it is okay to have many interests and use your strategy of responding to the things that light you up and pass on the things that don't. Imagine where there are two banks of energy. One is energetic abundance and the other one is energetic debt. Every time you override your sacral response, that's the gut, saying yes to things when you mean no or saying no when you mean yes, you are pulling from the bank of energetic debt. The goal is not to be in debt or break even, but to live in abundance. If this means sometimes doing things that don't light you up for a bigger cause, that is your choice to make. When something doesn't light you up, walk it back to your why of why you're doing it. Dishes might not light you up, but the responsibility of living in a clean home probably does. Some actions that don't light you up will serve the bigger picture of what does. And I just thought that was a brilliant takeaway to wrap up this video and just inspire you to look at your life, every aspect of your life, from your environment to the people in your life, to your health and to the things that you do in your day, and ask yourself, does this light me up or not? And I acknowledge that as adults, we have a lot of things in our life that are responsibilities that we can't just walk away from because they don't light us up. But I would also argue that there's a greater percentage of things in your life that are in your life by choice. And it's up to you to choose something different if it no longer lights you up or drains your energy. So on that note, I hope you thought this topic was interesting. If you liked it, hit subscribe and I will see you next week. Bye for now. 
Thank you for listening. For links and resources for this podcast, please visit itsadhdfriendly.com or click the link in the show description. Please also be sure to subscribe so you get automatic updates when new shows are posted. And of course, please do leave us an ADHD-friendly review. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next week.